0: You are a Locked On Braves Postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day.
1: And hello and welcome into the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is the Braves Postcast. Grant McCauley, Jake Mastriani, with you. Unfortunately, after a frustrating night of baseball for the Atlanta Braves, who fall by a 6-4 score as the Phillies won in comeback fashion to take the opener of a three-game set up at Citizens Bank Park. We'll walk you through everything that happened, the ups and the downs, of course, and get you set for the middle contest of this three-game set. As we continue here on the show, before we do, though, I want to remind you to subscribe to the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. we got 2,500 subscribers. We'd love for you to join that count. Make sure you're enabled alerts so you get notified every time we drop a new episode. And make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. You know, Jake, throughout the course of 162 games, they say you're going to win 54, you're going to lose 54. It's what happens in the other 54 that kind of tell the tale of your season. Well, I think that uh, filing this one away in the 54 that you're going to lose Might sell a little bit short because this one stung a
0: bit. It did, obviously, going up against a division opponent. You got a chance to kind of bury the Phillies here. looks like you're going to sneak away with a victory. You got their ace, one of their aces on the mound tomorrow, and Aaron Nola. It's a tough loss for sure, a game you lose late like this, and Braves are just going to have to bounce back. It's what they've done all year. They've had plenty of losses like this, had plenty of losses like this last year, and this team always seems to rebound, so hopefully we see them do that on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, the Braves have been playing at such a torrid pace since the beginning of June that every time you lose, it feels a little bit more magnified because the Braves haven't lost altogether that often. But after winning a couple games coming out of the All-Star break, they've now lost a couple of games. Of course, they're only two games back of the Mets, but had a chance to maybe make up a half a game, be one game out, and that just did not take place. And they'll have to start out with the two games back, still got a chance to win this series. And of course, the Mets have a big series coming up. We'll talk about that a little bit later but let's get into the box score the line score of this game it's number 98 of the year for the braves the opener of the three-game set against the phillies atlanta drops to 58 and 40 four runs eight hits no errors six men left aboard phillies now 50 and 46 six runs 12 hits one error and six men left for philadelphia andrew Bellotti picked up the win in relief he's two and three aj mentor takes the loss drops to four and three after allowing the go-ahead home run in the eighth inning and sir anthony dominguez made quick work to the braves for his fifth save of the season game lasted three hours, 16 minutes, crowded 25,452 were on hand to see it. And Jake, as we know, the Braves offense many times and most times is usually dealing in some home runs. Austin Riley almost had one, but no homers for the Braves on this night. You can't help but think, well, the Atlanta offense is always a little bit better when the ball leaves the yard, isn't it?
0: Yeah, they are. We've talked about it all season long. I mean, look, it's the way they get things done. And on most nights, they're going to hit a couple of home runs, if not more, it just wasn't able to get it done tonight one for seven with runners in scoring position honestly like i said they almost snuck away with this win is the way i kind of felt about it because the phillies gifted them a couple of runs in that that second inning but offense just couldn't come up with the clutch hit especially that seventh inning you had runners on second third one out with dansby up against a very good pitcher in jose alvarado who as long as he's in the strike zone he is very good and strikes out a lot of batters and he did he strikes out dansby there in a big spot gets matt olsen to ground out you really kind of felt like that was going to come back and bite the braves and ultimately it did
1: Yeah, it did. Let's talk about how the game started, and that was with Max Freed on the mound. First start of the second half for him. Six innings, he scattered nine hits. He was charged with three runs, though one bad hop single for uh, Bryson Stott, which was just the beginning of him living quite a charmed life on this night as the eighth-place hitter for the Phillies drove in five of their six runs. So he is pretty much single-handedly the man who wrecked the night for the Braves, but his bad hop single scored a couple of runs, no walks for Max, and eight strikeouts for him. Uh, I really felt like it was just that one, you know, unfortunate hop, a play that, you know, if Matt Olson, in the, you know, having hindsight being what it is, maybe if he charges a little bit more, he's able to get it. I'm not sure he gets an out on the play. I don't know. Maybe he can tag the runner. Maybe he can get to the bag. Maybe it just keeps one of the two runs from scoring, but either way, you know, this is the stuff that we can look at after the fact, but I have not seen too many balls bounce away from a fielder the way that that one did against Olsen. And that proved to be one of the couple of things for the Phillies that went right on the night for them. They were giving away some runs defensively to the Braves in the top half of that second inning. But, you know, if you're looking at the key plays, the way that ball bounced, and, of course, the uh, pitch to Stott in the bottom of the eighth inning that left the park for three more runs, those were the two plays that helped the Phillies beat the Braves.
0: Yeah, that ball to Matt Olson, that was big because you felt like Max Reed was going to get out of that jam, should have gotten out of that jam, not allowing anything. I thought Matt Matt Olson played it correctly. If he couldn't, if he didn't feel like he could get to that ball in the air, I feel like you have to sit back and just play the hop. But that wasn't a hop. I don't know what that was. That was just an incredibly funky spin. There's nothing he could really do about that unfortunate for max freed because that really makes his line look a lot worse than i think he pitched in this game i thought he was really good considering he didn't have his slider at all in this one but went to that curveball which obviously is the pitch that got him here. And I thought he was really effective. 80-mile-per-hour average exit velocity against this game. Only gave up four hard-hit balls. So, again, more of the same we've seen from Max Fried this year. Doesn't get up a lot of hard hits, but for whatever reason, gives up a lot of soft hits and just unfortunate the way things played out for him in this game because I thought he pitched much better than his final line showed.
1: Yeah, there was some weak contact in this one for sure, and it worked against Freed, no more so than that big hopper to Matt Olsen that just got away from the Braves' first baseman. And you, know, you got some good relief and Dylan Lee once again, giving the Braves a, a quality inning. We'll talk a little bit more about him later, but once it got to A.J. Minter, which you knew the plan was to get you know, from Lee to Minter to Jansen, hopefully in the ninth, but you didn't really need to throw the ninth as it turned out after the Phillies took that lead. You know, Mentor looked like he was going to make short work of that inning. Then he allowed a, a single to Alec Bohm. And then there was a high chopper with the runner in motion, had Orlando Arcia on the move. He was able to make a play and keep the ball on the infield and not allow Boehm to get all the way around a third. As it turned out, that didn't really matter based on what happened after that. But – It felt like A.J. was going to get out of that inning, but then that was just one of those things that went wrong, and then he just happened to really get behind the eighth-place hitter, Stott, and that, I felt like, was kind of part of the problem there is that he got behind, then he had to come over the plate, then he made the mistake, and the ball left the yard.
0: Yeah, ball 9 3-0 right there to Stott. And then, yeah, that 3-2 pitch just kind of left it right up in the lefty kind of wheelhouse, just kind of spinning yeah. over the inside of the plate there. Good swing by Stott. But, yeah, it was the at-bat before that. The high chopper, the runner in motion, so RC is headed towards the back. Almost made an incredible play on it. He's been great defensively for the Braves at second base. Really love what he's done there defensively. But that was the play there because, like you said, I thought Minter's going to have a quick inning. We can use him again in the next game if needed, and then all of a sudden, That inning just got away from just unfortunate uh, events there for A.J. Mentor.
1: Yeah. Mentor doesn't allow too many of those home runs. I think you mentioned before that, you know, when it comes to giving up homers to lefties, how many is it now that he's given up? Yeah. Just his second one ever. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's the kind of night that you're having, it just means that things are not going your way. And the Braves are going to have to flush this one and come out and, Attack the Phillies and, of course, attack Aaron Nola in game two of the series. We'll talk a little bit more about the Braves offense on this night. Update you on the hottest hitter in baseball because he was at it again on Monday as well. But before that, I want to remind you, the sponsor of the Braves postcast is, of course, Coffee AM. And Coffee AM is an Atlanta-based small-batch coffee roaster. And you can go to coffeeam.com slash locked on today. Take a look at their full menu of coffees, teas, gift stats, all kinds of good stuff over there. I got myself a very nice gift set. I'm working my way through each morning. That's coffeeam.com slash locked on. Use the code locked on. You get 15% off your first order. Again, check them out at coffeeam.com slash locked on as Coffee AM is the best small batch coffee roaster in America. Now, the best, uh, I would say, uh, you know, long ball hitter, if you will, in the Braves lineup and one of the best sluggers in all of baseball, well, that would be, Austin Riley, and he's not doing anything in small batches these days. He's got a 17-game hitting streak going. That's the longest in the big leagues, longest of his career. Two more hits, including a couple of doubles, one of which very nearly left the ballpark. And uh, Jake, as of uh, the month of July, it is Austin Riley's world, and the rest of us are just living in it. We were talking about how do you leave this guy off of the all-star team. Well, they didn't. They righted that wrong. And now I'm kind of wondering, is Austin Riley making an MVP case? Because if the season ended today, which it doesn't, I have to think he's got to be in the top two or three, at the very least, top five.
0: Yeah, I definitely think he's trending in that direction. And, Look, I don't know if he keeps up this hot streak that he's on, but if he does, I certainly think you have to put him in that top three. What he's been doing over the past, really, two, three weeks now is just incredible. The hardest hit ball in this game at 114 miles per hour, a ball that almost went through a metal fence out there. I mean, he is just absolutely crushing the baseball. It's just, right now, it's honestly surprising when he doesn't get a hit when he goes up there. It just looks like he's on everything right now and it's really fun to watch from Austin Riley
1: it absolutely has been again a 17 game hitting streak for Riley so that's going well Marcelo Zuna had three hits in four trips uh, with the Braves losing Adam Duvall to season-ending wrist surgery you're going to need Marcelo Zuna to step up you're going to need Eddie Rosario to step up and if you're Alex Anthopoulos, Jake I'd imagine you're going to be hitting the phones to see if you can add some depth to your team with a trade deadline oh about a week away
0: yeah, it's going to be a big couple of weeks for, you know, I think Rosa- Rosario mainly. I want to see him get in the lineup, see what he can do, shake some of this rust off. I still think either way he's going to be a big part of this roster down the stretch, but I think that goes into the plans for Alex Antopoulos. Does he get, you know, a guy maybe for the uh, the bench to kind of fill that spot, or does he go out and try to get an everyday player to fill the left field so i think a lot of that has to do with rosario hopefully he gets some more starts here over the next couple of weeks i think he will the Braves face some more righties but yeah it's going to be a key for the for alex coming up with the de- deadline a lot of cou- of moves that i think he could potentially make here
1: yeah a lot of different moves and decisions to make maybe the starting rotation needs a little boost with the struggles of ian anderson i think every contender's out there looking for bullpen help and for the braves with ozzy alby still it would appear a ways away at second base and of course the loss of Duvall. a couple of key players have gone down and you know alex Antopoulos is going to be looking for ways to make the braves better as they approach uh, the trade deadline and then of course go down the stretch uh, one other good note from this one of course was the appearance of dylan lee if you want to talk about a boost for the braves you want to talk about depth in the bullpen. This guy has been both of those things, most certainly a scoreless inning, couple of strikeouts for him, 138 ERA on the year now, Jake. More great work from Dylan Lee, and I think earning himself an opportunity to pitch in more leverage spots the way he did on Monday night and the way he came through, you've got to feel pretty good about what Dylan Lee's been able to offer the Braves in relief
0: yeah I mean you look at this Braves bullpen and on paper look it's one of the best in baseball that's for sure but you start to think who do you trust in these high leverage situations in close games late you know it's Jansen you know it's mentor although I know he didn't come through tonight, but you know those are your two big horses at the back end I think Lee's starting to sneak into that as we saw tonight seventh inning spot in a high leverage situation so what he's done has been you know outstanding how he stepped up in this bullpen this year and you you need that from year to year with bullpen arms because some guys are going to regress some guys are going to get Injured as we've seen, you need other bullpen arms to step up, and Dylan Lee has done that.
1: Yeah, he's been a strike thrower, Braves appreciate that, and he's been throwing those strikes to great results as well. So, we'll see what he's able to give the Braves as well down the stretch. Atlanta not able to take advantage of the Mets being idle to pick up half a game because they weren't able to hold on to this win over the Phillies. That means Atlanta's two games back in the East. It is of note, though, the Mets off on Monday, begin a subway series against the Yankees for a couple of games, so perhaps. If things can go right for the Braves in Philadelphia the next couple of days, that they can still inch a little bit closer to first place if the Mets and the Yankees have one of those knockdown dragout fights that they've been known to have between those two clubs. And the Yankees, of course, being the winningest team in baseball, that's going to be a tall order for the Mets. We'll talk a little bit more about game two of this series in a moment, but I want to remind you to make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com as blocked on sports listeners get $50 off a purchase of $500 or more. The podcast exclusive includes engagement pieces. Just use the code locked on as code locked on. Every order is insured, ships free, arrives in discreet packaging and it won't give away what's inside. So shop stress-free find your forever piece at BlueNile.com today. Game two of the series at Philadelphia Citizens Bank Park. See Spencer Strider four and three, Aaron Nola six and seven. I would say strikeouts will be on the menu in game two. Jake, what about you?
0: Yeah, it should be a very well pitched game. I hope so, at least from Spencer Strider's point of view. Obviously, a couple of, you know, Rough outings going into the break, not necessarily in runs given up, but just not able to go deep into games. Hopefully the extended All-Star break has helped him, given him some rest, looking at him to get back to his dominance that we've seen for most of the year. And it's going to be tough for the offense. Look, who honestly wasn't great on Monday night, didn't, didn't put the game away when they had the opportunity to, and yep. now they face a test pitcher and Aaron Nola, who's been one of the best pitchers in all of baseball, over the last six, seven weeks, what he's doing, going at least seven innings in just about every start here lately. So going to be a tough task for the Braves try to even up the series, but that's what they got to do. They want to get it done and keep winning series. Yeah, Spencer
1: Strider has been a big boost to the Braves rotation. He'll be looking to make the most of his first start of the second half as he seeks win number five. Aaron Nola, meanwhile, on the mound. Both these guys remarkably similar when it comes to strikeouts. And, of course, if you look at just the ERAs, the numbers, the record's a little bit deceptive, though, for both guys. It should be a very good pitching matchup against two pitchers that are known to carve up a lineup or two. 7.05 p.m. Eastern time is the first pitch for Game 2, Braves and Phillies at Citizens Bank Park. Once again, the bad news from Citizens Bank on Monday was a 6-4 loss for the Atlanta Braves as the Phillies, in comeback fashion, take Game 1 of the series. As always, we appreciate you joining us here on the Braves Postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you subscribe here on YouTube, and make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. As always, he's Jake Mastriani. I'm Grant McCauley. We look forward to talking to you again soon after Game 2 of the series. And until then, so long, everyone.